Hello, everyone, and welcome to Last Week in Basketball, a recap of some of the most important storylines and highlights that happened this past seven days in the NBA. I am your co-host, Mowgli, and sitting next to me, as always, the man, the myth, the mouth. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, mouth. Happy September. Wake me up. No, that's at the end of the month. <laughs> we got some basketball news to talk about. ESPN shaking their lineup. We got some Cleveland Cavalier news. Every team gets uh, a a shot, I guess, shot right? Every, a minute. You get one shot or one opportunity, and this is it for them. That's it. Yeah, the whole season. And then we got some Laker talk to kind of round out the show. Always. All right, Mal. Let's get into it, shall we? Max Kellerman, farewell. R.I.P. Today was his last day on first take as one of the co-hosts. According to ESPN, he will still be involved with the company. He does have a radio show called the Max Kellerman Show. Malv, what are your thoughts on this? Like, uh, I love Max Kellerman on the ESPN uh, first take. I thought he was, like, a lot better than uh, Stephen A. Smith. So, like, I was kind of surprised, but, like, not really because, like, the last few, like, months, like, I kind of felt like they didn't really like each other. It was a little bit more arguing, you know? I was watching the YouTube highlights today, and uh, Stephen A. was not present. Oh, yeah, yeah, he wasn't even there. For so, <laughs> for whatever reasons, he wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. I was totally like, how could you not be there for your, your co-hosts, you know, like, on their last day? Even if you hate them, you kind of go there just in person to show face and be like, yeah, get out of here, fool. It's my show again. Him and Molly will still remain there. The rumors around that uh, they're lobbying for Magic Johnson and Michael Wilbon. They all have a really good rapport together. So that's kind of like their dream team lineup, right? Oh, yeah. You saw them recently during the finals, like the last couple of years, you know, like on the NBA countdown on ABC7. So like they meld well together. But I was also hearing like that maybe Stephen A. Smith is just going to be him and just like a random athlete. And they discuss the, you know, topics of the day. Unfortunate. Uh, I know Max Kellerman from his days as a radio host on ESPN LA. He used to have a show with uh, Marcellus Wiley, Max and Marcellus. Super funny, super engaging. It's what got me into kind of the basketball analysis. So I just wanted to give a shout out to Max. I know he has his own style. He's an acquired taste, uh, but he does have solid points and he's a very good debater. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And like, I I totally hate to see him gone. Like, because I like watching him on TV. I liked his, like, you know, his viewpoints. And, like, I just love the counter of he was, like, to Stephen A. Smith because, like, sometimes Stephen A. Smith just, like, just be yelling too much shit, you know? And you're just like, God. Excuse me! (laughs) And then I was just reading more stuff, like, you know, when him and Skip Bayless were going at it, it was good. And he said, like, the the rumor report said that, like, Stephen A. Smith missed, you know, that from Max Kellerman. He didn't have, like, that Skip persona personality. And I just felt like Max Kellerman was actually trying to, like, dissect, like, certain topics, you know? And I just felt like Stephen A. Smith wasn't about that, so got the boot. Well, Max is leaving. We have another shakeup in their ESPN lineup. Rachel Nichols. Oh, my heart. Yes. Uh, she has been removed from ESPN programming along with her TV show, The Jump. Yeah, that's, like, the most, like, egregious part of it, I think. Yeah, that sucks. It really feels like uh, I'm not sure what ESPN's daily NBA programming is now, right? None right now. That was None The right Jump. Now. Yeah, but still, you know, it was good for us, you know, who, like, wanted to watch, like, a basketball Yeah, we're basketball show. junkies. Yeah, and we want to see, like, interviews from even, like, the old-timers, like, even just hearing random-ass stories from, like, Scottie Pippen or, like, uh, uh, Tracy McGrady or whoever was there. And, like, I think that sucks that they took away that show, you know? Like, yes, like, well, I didn't really agree why they took took her out, you know? I was still like, uh you know, but I could see it towards the end, though, because they tried to bring uh, Malika Andrews in, like, the last two weeks of the jump. 
And honestly, she was fine too. I, I find her as like a like a pretty decent reporter. I've seen on all the other shows, you know, and I've read a couple of her articles. Like she's top on too. So like I felt like they should have, you know, if they're all about women and women of color of diversity, they should have tried to at least, you know, put the show continue the show for like at least the season end, and then figure out what next basketball show they're going to do during the season. You know, the other person involved in kind of this controversy, Maria Taylor, she's no longer with ESPN, right? Yeah, she's gone already. So I don't even know why they like, like wasn't even it wasn't a private conversation that accidentally got recorded. You know? Yeah, uh, double edged sword. Rachel Nichols, she's very talented. She will be missed. One of my favorite things about the jump was on this date in basketball history, so it always give a highlight. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it was always cool to get basketball history like that. This Who was, was your favorite co host? Robert Ori, Scotty Pippen? Well, okay, like on analytical shit, I think Robert Ori really knows his shit, but he's like not he does. but he's not entertaining. That's that's well, the, the only thing he's not entertaining, but I love his I he knows his shit when you hear him and you're like, Yeah, Bob, keep telling me. Yeah, that's that's the seven rings talking. Yeah, you know, but it's just like He's not entertaining. I can't watch him for, like, the whole 30 minutes. Like, And I think they knew that, too, because they had him at, like, five-minute segments, you know? But you like Scotty Pippen. I, lo- I love Scotty, you know? You like, know how he I talks? Lo- yeah. With his deep voice. I can't even do his voice. And then his face, too. Like, I just don't know. <laughs> I love Scotty Pippen. Like, that fool just always trips me out, and I'm just always laughing. You I know? feel like he talks really slow. Super slow. <laughs> but, like, he gets his point across, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to talk my pace. Yeah, like, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is he for, like, Arkansas? Yeah, Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah, Arkansas. You know? Nah, my favorite is because, like, I relate more to Kendrick Perkins because I'd be stupid as fuck, you know? <laughs> like, the audience knows. They hear it, you know? Like, I can't pronounce names. That's that's Kendrick Perkins' fault. <laughs> if he could do it, I could do it, I said. You tell him, Mel. <laughs> <laughs> well, like they say, when one show falls, maybe another one comes up. I think we should move on to next order of business, yes? Mm-hmm. Hey, guess what? We're talking about the Cleveland Cavaliers right now. Oh, my. What's going on? I know, right? Is LeBron going back? Is Kevin Love getting <laughs> traded? <laughs> he doesn't want to. He doesn't want he to. Doesn't want to. Uh, they just traded for Laurie Markkinen. They acquired the former Bulls forward in a three-team deal. My experience with Laurie Markkinen, though, uh, I drafted him in fantasy. <laughs> he was not the best. They sent Larry Nance Jr., former Laker, to Portland. That's going to keep Damian Lillard. Hopefully. He's a flyer. He, he, he's not going to, bro. Come on. <laughs> he's a great dunker he's not- in 2K. <laughs> he's a great dunker. Uh, Derek Jones Jr., who was previously a trailblazer, is now going to Chicago. Um, thoughts for all parties involved? Let me start quickly with the Cavs. What are they doing? I don't know what the fuck's happening. What are they happening. doing? <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> but no, I was like, I don't know. I, I, don't fi- I don't think they're going to do anything in the West. I think these, I mean, it's my bad. I don't know what these moves are. Like, what are they doing? Some salary cap trying to saving? Or they think somebody else is going to get there because they're trying to push Kevin Love out, like with a buyout and a trade, and he's just like, no. Personally, I think what Cleveland is doing uh, by trying to get rid of Kevin Love, he does not fit into their timeline right now. Colin Sexton, Darius Garland, those are kind of the point guards of the future. They already got rid of Tristan Thompson. I think K-Love is the final piece of the championship team. With Laurie Markkinen, he's kind of around that age range of the young guards. I don't know if Kevin Love is willing to play a bench role. or be. It, it feels like Kevin Love is fine with... Yeah, he has to take a bench. Well, like, yeah. not that he has to take a bench role, but, like, the last few years, a little bit injury-prone. I know it's not cool to talk about it, but he was, you know, he had, like, a, he said to himself mental issues that he had to go through, so, like, that fucked up his game. But at the same time, it's like, we, we talk about all these teams that want a veteran. Why don't they just keep him on the bench? Like, chill there. You know the offense. You know, like, the whole organization. You could be, like, the middleman between these young ones, and especially them coming new to the organization, you know? 
I wasn't into this at the beginning, but Chicago's starting to grow on me. Yeah, this team might be fun. Like, I'm thinking, like, a you said six through eight, right, that Chicago Bulls, like, might be shooting for. They need to be in the hunt for the playoff tournament. Nine through seven. Yeah. And as for Portland. I feel bad for Dame. Like, even though he's a competitor, like, I want to see him stay. You know, like, you always want to see that player stay with one team. It just shows, like, super loyalty. Not saying that they would win, but, like, what would you say? Western Conference Finals is, like, now their peak peak now. Doesn't look like on roster they're going to be able to compete with the Lakers or the Clippers, even the Warriors. But I'm going to switch up for you right now while we're keeping up with Damian Lillard. I did hear something else in the rumor mill about another high-profile player that was looking to get out of their town, and one of the towns would be Portland? Who is Ben Simmons? Correct. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, Ben Simmons, he's growing unhappy. He's reportedly willing to skip training camp. And uh, as far as his teams he's preferred to be traded to, a bunch of California spots, the Warriors. Hey, the Cavaliers. We were just talking about them, right? But, yeah, the Blazers. That's who they're saving up for? Oh, my God. Just imagine. Hey, hey, I forgot to mention this, too. Taco Fall is now a Cavalier. Oh, yeah. We totally forgot that. Yeah. One year. (laughs) Dynasty in the making. You're right. Ben Simmons, go to Cleveland. (laughs) Going back to Portland, though, they are potentially able to land Simmons. And that is kind of like the reverse yin-yang, I feel like, for Milwaukee. You have Giannis and Middleton in Milwaukee, but then you have Simmons and Lillard in Portland. And I think Lillard is a better version of Middleton, so mm-hmm. he would probably be the alpha. And I think Giannis Simmons is way below. <laughs> He's not way below. Ben Simmons is good, and he. Well, was you right. can't shoot. He. Giannis can't shoot he either. He shot during Game Six. It's because he's been in a system like that. So, so if no, no, no. Stop it. Just stop giving this full excuses. That's why he wants to leave. He can't take it in in New Jersey. No, Philadelphia. Oh, Philadelphia. <laughs> Must fly. All right, you give this full excuses. I, I still I know I know how good Ben Simmons is on 2K, so he can do it in real life. Okay? We'll find out soon enough what's gonna happen, yeah? Moving on, Brooklyn Nets. They just acquired Paul Millsap. He was previously with the Denver Nuggets. Uh, they're also expected to sign LaMarcus Aldridge. Actually, I think they just did. Oh, yeah, they just did. <laughs> so uh, Brooklyn will be reunited with him. He just retired last season because of a medical emergency. The first thing's first. The Lakers aren't the only title contenders that got older, right? Right. Because Millsap's 36. LaMarcus Aldridge is 36. He's just coming off of a season where, you know, you mm-hmm. thought his career was over. Right? That's what I was about to say. Not just that they're old, but one of them had, a, like, a serious health issue that he didn't even play. He decided to retire. The last person I can think of is Chris Bosh, uh, early retirement, right, with the blood clots. Yeah, and if we get on the Lakers, at least that fool brings two championships with him. You know? <laughs> Chris Bosh is coming to the Lakers again? <laughs> yeah. Why not? Well, they got somebody with health issues. We want somebody with health issues. <laughs> it's an arms race, right? <laughs> uh I want to point out, take it for what it's worth, it does seem like father time has been a bit kinder to the Lakers stars. I'm thinking of Dwight Howard. I'm thinking of LeBron. Uh, Anthony Davis is up in the air, but uh, Westbrook as well, Rondo. Mm. I think Paul Millsap, LaMarcus Aldridge, Blake Griffin, they all kind of similar role as that power forward, and I've been saying it since last season. They need a defensive presence. Yeah. So I'm not sure what this is going to do. This is just even more chips all in the table for Steve Nash and his philosophy. What do you think about this? Well... I'm going to be biased, but I still would say, like, because what you said, at least players on the Lakers have inklings of defense or they could just defend if they need to. And I think that's way more of an advantage than I would want to say subpar offense from four of these players 
on the Nets, but, you know, not the top tier, you know, offense. Okay, moving on, Malvia. Mm-hmm. A new NBA COVID policy. So according to the league, they're going to be separating vaccinated and unvaccinated players from each other. Uh, that means their flights, their hotel rooms, their meals. What do you think about this? This is causing more, like, headaches for nothing, don't you think? Like, think of the logistical nightmare. Now I need two private planes. You know, fuck. Like, I'm thinking more of, like, the team chemistry throughout these things. Because, like, you know, we're not fucking pros. But every time we see documentaries and stuff, what do they say? They bonded on the trips, on the road trips, on the airplane, playing cards, on the fucking buses, playing cards together. Like, I know that sounds so minuscule and stupid and childish to us. But, damn, that probably does mean shit to the guys who always travel together and have to play and work with each other pretty much 24-7. So I think this is insane. Like, you know, this is too crazy. I would agree with you there. The chemistry is probably the biggest issue. Logistically, yes, you want safety. But if these teams are really serious about winning a championship, man, it's going to be very tough when you're, you know, not with each other for, you know, it looks like, 40, 50% of the time? Fuck, yeah. yeah. And for me, I just want to see which teams are going to force it. You think teams are like, hey, all you fools better get vaccinated, you know, because we're not spending any extra dimes for an extra room here, an extra car there. Everybody do it. You'd think the Lakers with, like, all of their chips on the table, like all the contenders, Ooh, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, I would think so. Some Like, the, the top six that you know for sure are going to be in the playoffs and have title contention, the Nets, the Clippers, the Lakers, but who else? You know, just... Fucking Bucks. Philly. Philly. Milwaukee. You know, yeah. You, I would expect those teams, but like teams like, you know what? New what about Orleans? the Florida teams? Yeah, like Florida. <laughs> the, no, the magic. No, no, no. No, no, no. Nothing magical them. about that, right? right? <laughs> All right. Clipper news. Kawhi Leonard has another viral moment. I don't know if you saw it. He came out in Drake's Way Too Sexy video. No. Him, future Drake. It's very in sync Backstreet Boys vibes. They're like in white, uh, like. I don't know, very silk clothing, and they're in, like, a, a sand dune. It's just super, like, I want it that way vibes. Uh, very funny for him. I mean, it really shows he's a fun guy. But, like, look at what load management's doing. He has enough time to make these videos but can't win. Oh. Damn, I'm this disappointed. Us- <laughs> <laughs> All jokes aside, this really is bringing out a serious discussion. Looks like Kawhi Leonard is on Team Drake. Malv, are you on Team Kanye or Team Drake? Yay. Yay. Yay, Yay all yeah. day. Yay all day. Donde, Kanye. <laughs> Just like basketball, though. You want to see two greats fucking go at it and see what they both can produce. But I'm team yay all day. All right, switching gears to the designated Lakers talk, yes? Always my favorite part of the show. Our favorite part, the best part of this show. We mentioned it last week, how John Morant was going to have such a great role model with Rajon Rondo. Whoops, I'm wrong again. <laughs> and Pat Beverly. <laughs> we were both wrong. We had to interject. Uh, we can talk about it a bit more now. That we're both together. But yes, Rondo's coming back. We're excited. The team is older, but they are wiser. Right? The Lakers united the seven. <laughs> Rondo is the seventh Laker to come back this season. And uh, for me, me and you were talking before we got on the air that Rajon Rondo, for me, felt like a, like the Lakers securing a backup just in case anything happened during the season. and Break I'm, in case of emergency, yeah. Yeah, you know, and what, I would that, agree. what that means is, like, with Westbrook, obviously, because Rajon Rondo is going to be his backup, you know, so I kind of felt that that was, like, a good organizational, like, you know, plan B, just in case shit don't run. At least you brought somebody who already knows the system, already knows the core of the players. He's already know? won. He's he won already has a him. nickname as a Laker. Playoff Rondo. Yeah. You know, so, like, I thought that was a good deal for them, and I – 
the way Rondo felt like he was talking during the, you know, as ex, you know, what is it called? I'm fucking press there. conference. Yeah, introductory press conference. Introductory press conference. It felt like you know he knows his place because I heard you know him and Westbrook. Yeah, had I'm some sneaky beef. like that. <laughs> hey, what's up? It's Rajon Rondo. <laughs> How you doing? I'm a Kentucky boy. Oh my god, your Rajon Rondo is so spot on for me, bro. Thank you, thank this you. So I'm good. smiling when I'm doing this. <laughs> But but fuck, man, the Lakers have a real stacked team, bro. That's what I love, too. Like, Dwight and him said that they both need to win the second ring because we didn't get a parade in L.A. Whoa, and, motivation. Know, yeah, so, like, that'd be dope, too, you know? Like, we didn't get one, you know? Not even a bootleg-ass one. I know, right? You know, like a, ugh. But, like, if we can get one now with all these stars, like, that'd be fucking insane. That, that would be definitely one I'm just ditching work. <laughs> the Dodgers didn't get one either, yeah? Mm-mm. Same year. Yeah. They got to win this season, too. That'd be fucking... <laughs> fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. That would be cool. Moving on to more Lakers news. Unfortunately, kind of sad. Jared Dudley, fan oh, favorite, yeah. behind the scenes, locker room favorite. He is leaving the Lakers for an assistant position with the Dallas Mavericks. He went with Jason Kidd, bro. So, yeah, he's reunited with Jay Kidd. Uh, I think all parties involved were kind of shocked, though, right? Yeah, LeBron, I was surprised to see he had an Instagram post saying, you know, like, why they take my boy Jared Dudley, you know, shaking his head and stuff that he was gone. Dudley himself said that he thought he was going to be a Laker this season, yeah? Yeah, he did. You know, like, what is the actual value of Dudley and players like Dudley? And you're trying to say that are or is that person's persona and, like, aura worth them being on the bench? Yes, that is a type of player every team needs. You need that kind of um, fun, cheery, just like no matter what. Udonis Haslam has that. Like it can be a different. Like I a, wish I was using. Udon- he's had a cool career, huh? Oh yeah, he's had one of the best. Yeah, right. You sit on the bench full. <laughs> he's a making champion millions. Oh six, he won, and then he won the when the back. Talking about his last five years, those are his prime. He years. earned them, right? He er- yeah, he yeah. earned that seat, yeah. bro. Yeah, he did. Switching back to the Lakers, Jared Dudley. Channing Fry, Richard Jefferson, when they went to the Cavs in 2016, they were a very important piece. And I think LeBron knew how important that was, and that's what Jared Dudley provided. Mm. Because remember, LeBron did recruit Dudley, right? Yeah, yeah. So those pieces, they do matter. We already lost Alex Caruso, and now it's like Dudley, that's an important role that needs to be filled. You need that presence, that energy, that good, you know, keeping everyone, good team morale. Yeah. Big ups to them, but I hope we fucking murder them. Oh, shit. (laughs) And I just want to bring up something that's still in rumor patrol. I think we brought this up for like two, three episodes, but the league is still waiting on a DeAndre Jordan buyout. And I want to know your thoughts on that because I think you said you really want this, right? You want DeAndre Jordan on the Lakers? Hmm. It'd be interesting. He was a former Clipper. When I'm comparing Mark Gasol's role and DeAndre Jordan, because that's who I'm swapping out for. Because like Mark Gasol is now kind of on the fence. Yeah. It's no longer guaranteed that he's coming back. Um I like Mark Gasol's defensive presence, the fact that he can stretch the floor, but he is not athletic. Mm-hmm, and he's very, very, like, uh, he's just not fast enough. Sluggish. Yeah, he's very slow for today's mm-hmm. game. And I think DeAndre Jordan still can have that athleticism. Like, we talked about Dwight Howard, LeBron, Russell, Russell Westbrook. DeAndre Jordan I would put there as a freak of nature as well. But he doesn't hit his free throws well. We already have Dwight, and mm-hmm. I just feel like Gasol is a better basketball mind. He affects more of the game. Okay, all right. Yeah, how do you we're, feel? We're both on the same we're on the same part right now. Yeah. That's how I feel too. But I would totally just keep him to try to keep like pick his brain. So like when we meet the Nets that, you know, we have some kind of like crazy like Zen master defense against him that we pick from him. That would also be very helpful. I would like that too. 
Sticking with the Lakers, we had a report coming out that Anthony Davis was frustrated with Dennis Schroeder and the lack of touches that he was getting while he was at the point. Makes sense. Fucking Denise. (laughs) Well, this shows, right? Like, I guess this was a reason for not bringing him back again other than the outlandish, egotistical fucking trip he was on that he was the best in the league and he deserved the money. When your second all-star says something, then I think that it was a problem, right? Well, you have AD coming out like this. Remember Kyle Kuzma and him had a little bit of an incident in the playoffs as well. It just seems like both of these parties are better off without each other. We got Rondo back. AD, he has that Rondo connection Mm -hmm. as well. It seems like he enjoyed when Rondo was feeding him because they they had that chemistry. Yeah, and I read a report too that I think he got like five more assists from Rondo compared to... Stat-wise? Yeah, stat-wise. So again, that's another reason too. Why wouldn't you want to get your second best player the most touches in the game? Makes sense. Makes sense. Is that it for today's episode? I think it is. It was a good one today. Cool. And that's going to do it for today's episode of Last Week in Basketball. We hope you had a blast listening. We always have a blast recording. Questions, comments, anything like that, feel free to email us at malvinmogley at gmail.com. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. And one more thing, follow us on social media, will ya? At malv underscore n underscore mogley. Malv, anything else you want to say? All right, guys, make sure you go out there and listen to Donda and have a good weekend. Donda, Donda, Donda. <laughs> Malv, Malv, Mowgli, Mowgli, Mowgli. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Happy Labor Day, everybody. Have a good one. <laughs>